0: And welcome to the NFL Nerd. I'm your host, a.k.a. the NFL Nerd, Alden Whitlow. And I'm so glad for you to be joining us today. I don't have much energy, but I really am excited to finish this series. Sorry, there wasn't an episode last week. I just couldn't get around to it. There might be a few weeks skipped, as I'm planning to record my next episode after this. But if it isn't, that might be skipped, as I have a as I have a camp coming up next week, an all-week camp, but I hope to record it after so that it comes out during camp. I know there aren't many listeners, but I just really hope that if I keep consistency, people will listen to this and my, and I think it'd be also cool if I like grew enough to be a nerd to like hire people and be a nerd and a lot of stuff. But my big plan is just being consistent. If I be consistent, I get more. I've checked my listeners every now and then. I probably have five listeners. One of them is me because I like play the first five minutes of every episode. But I also check and it seems like not many people listen to the entire episode. And I know they're pretty long, but honestly, they're not as long as some other famous podcasts. Like the ones that I listen to are 30 to 2 hours, so... There's a big gap difference, but also mine are 32, one and a quarter hours. So it'd just be great the more listeners I get. And this is something that I'm just sort of very passionate about. So with all that aside, if you didn't listen to the first episode, I'd strongly recommend that you listen to it. Some stuff might get spoiled here. And I'm going to list my 50 to 1 as we had just finished off on Justin Jefferson, I thought was a great one to finish off on And next week's episode, or the episode that I'm about to record after this, is actually going to be about my team. Like, if I was to create a team, like, now this wouldn't say it's, like, the best team ever. These are players that I think can succeed and I think are underrated or not rated enough. But none of these guys are overrated. And, like, I'm going to explain why every one of them is on my team and why also they have a chance to be the number one at their position. And the first one is just, like, honestly, my QB is just a guy that everyone just thinks he can't succeed. So I'm going to try to give a good argument. So let's start it off at 50, and let's start it off with a defensive tackle, DeForest Buckner. And DeForest Buckner is the defensive tackle for the Colts. He was traded there from the 49ers. And he's just really good. And he could even be the second best defensive tackle in this game. I got one defensive tackle, two defensive tackles ahead of him. Two interior rushers ahead of him. But, like, he is just really good. And, like, don't forget about him, honestly. I don't... Like, he can come up the middle. This Colt's defense, like, he is the leader of it. And what I think is one of the best defenses in the league, that's pretty amazing. Because that is something that, if you are a leader of one of the best defenses in the league, then you have to be good to be that. Oh, yeesh. I'm sorry about that noise. That was a lot of stuff falling off of. off of my desk and I just moved to my bed because I need to stretch my legs out I've had a busy day and I'm not sure about anyone else but the Euro finals were yesterday or for when you're listening to this three days ago and I think that, and I watched the game the P.K. Shoots are amazing I'd highly suggest you watch highlights even if you're just an NFL fan Like, hopefully you understand soccer enough to know what's going on. If you don't, that's fine. I'm really excited for the NFL season, and this is going to be the last month without NFL football because preseason starts in August. I'm not sure that I'm really going to keep up on preseason. I just don't find it as interesting unless some rookie or something puts up really good stats. I don't think I'll pay attention to it. Okay, forty nine. Chase Young. Like, don't forget about this guy. Just put Justin Jefferson at fifty one. This is probably the first, the best rookie out of that class. Even better than Justin Jefferson. Him coming off the edge, you never want to see that. And like, you don't want to mess with him at all. So yeah. Okay, number. 48, Dinza Ward, a leader on that Browns team, and someone that some people just can forget about, and I feel like experts aren't forgetting about them, but sometimes fans just forget that the Browns are now actually fine, like, they've had good rosters before, but in this one, they aren't choking, which I think is a pretty good strategy by them, so... Honestly, I'll continue with another Browns player, which is Nick Chubb, and he is my fifth best running back. And I honestly thought that was a hot take until I've read a lot of articles where they have him at the fifth best. When we talk about fantasy, he's a bit lower just because of Kareem Hunt. And honestly, I didn't pay a lot of attention to anything but fantasy in the NFL for a bit until I got Instagram and and then like just subscribed. And I got my phone and, like, subscribed to a lot of stuff and watched videos on ESPN and NFL.com. So, Nick Chubb is high on the list. But, yeah, I think think some of my things are, I think, are hot takes, but they turn out to not actually be that hot of takes. Okay, so then, 46, we've got Eric Kendricks. Eric Kendricks, a top-tier linebacker. Feel to have him out of the top five, I just can't believe that they would do that to him. Like, he is almost as good as Bobby Wagner. It's just such a close race at that top linebacker position, as there are so many guys that could get there. But honestly, Bobby Wagner is just so much better than them. But Eric Hendricks is really good, and I know the Vikings defense really struggled last year. But they do have good guys, as I mentioned Harrison Smith earlier at 59, but... I think that Eric Kendricks is better is even better than him and don't forget about him 45 this is one of the most underrated wide receivers he is a wide receiver one for a team that is a choking team but it's not like they have anyone else and he's a number one target that should not be forgotten and that's Keenan Allen like he could be the fifth best wide receiver I think the top four a set as Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Stephon Diggs, and Tyreek Hill. That fifth receiver spot is just up in the air. It could go to A-Rob. I don't think I've even put on this list, but I did see an article with him. It could go to a tight end because some of them just play receivers. Go to Michael Thomas, DK Metcalf. Honestly, I've thought Tyler Lockett sometimes, I think he's really underrated. But not as good as DK Metcalf. It could go to Calvin Ridley Justin Jefferson even maybe Keenan Allen like I was just saying a lot of people there that could get that award and I think Keenan Allen is definitely one of the big guys number 44 one of my favorite QBs I don't think he's underrated anymore I think last season he was and I like had a whole article on this website that I created about Kyler Murray could win MVP and he was on record to win MVP And I don't think people were realizing that he was breaking Lamar's record. And I think that I don't like Lamar because he's just a runner. But also, like, have you seen it? I saw this thing about his stats compared to Mahomes. The only thing is that, like, I don't think he passes as much. But he does have around the same amount of passing touchdowns. And I just think that that's underrated. And especially the fact that Mahomes just has such a better place around him and while Lamar Jackson's best wide receiver is Mark Andrews who's maybe not even a top five tight end so then we have after Kyler Murray Levante David I know I just mentioned Eric Kendricks but Levante David is good too honestly I'm not sure but did I put Devin White on here because like I might have accidentally forgotten him Because I think him and and Levante David and Shaquille Barra are all really good. They just play different ways. And I think Levante David plays the most like an elite linebacker. So I really just want to include him at number 43. Because I think that it's time for him to get recognized. Like his high striking has probably been in the 90s. I would have to look that up though. Number 42 is Derwin James. And... Minka Fitzpatrick, Derwin James, when I first I first got a card of them, I'm like, who are these guys? They've turned into the superstars. Like, Derwin James could be the best Chargers player, honestly, and he still has a big future left to go. I think it'd be really cool if him or Minka get traded to the same team, so Minka goes to the Chargers or Derwin goes to the Steelers, because I think those two would just be amazing, and they were both first-round draft picks and played against each other. Also, does anyone remember the Minka trade, like, from the Dolphins? That was one of the stupidest trades ever, like, the Pittsburgh Steelers got so much of the better into that trade. I'd have to look up the pieces given away in that trade, but they can't be as good as Minka, honestly. So then, Stefan Gilmore, and I saw an article saying he was still the best cornerback and he got held back by injuries. He still made the Pro Bowl last year because they put fan vote. I'm not sure if they do that a lot, but, like... Guys, he's not as good as... He wasn't as good last year. And I think, yes, he was injured. But then also, like... I know sometimes you play bad after coming back from injury. But he's just... He got one interception the whole year through, like, nine games. I don't think that he is the top corner. And I think I already said who I think is the top corner in my Madden episode. Which was three weeks ago, I think. But, like... Stefan Gilmore, not up there anymore. Honestly, I'm not the big Stephon Gilmore fan, mostly because I'm not also the big Patriots fan. But I can learn to respect the guy. But I honestly, like, I also wrote a whole article about how J.C. Jackson could become a top corner there. Okay, so then 40 is Deshaun Watson. I'm just going to skip over him, go right to 39, because I don't want to talk about his situation. He is a great player, but I, I think this is just going to derail him. And it just, I feel like I've seen a lot of NFL players getting arrested lately or getting accused of crimes. Number 39, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is a beast on the field. He's better than Julio Jones. I'm naming it right here. He could be a five. I already said that, but like Julio is getting the curse of age. I'm not sure that I would say this in front of my brother, but like, it's true Julio is not as good as Calvin Ridley. And Calvin Ridley's jukes are just nasty. He's a great receiver that no one should ever underrate. I just think that you would have to worry if Calvin Ridley is there. Now that he's turning into number one receiver, I, th- I know he just had a breakout year, but he could have another one, like a bigger one, which is kind of crazy. Number 38 is Buddha Baker. And Buddha Baker could definitely be the top safety, honestly. Like the way he plays is just amazing. And I think the top safety race is really tight between two guys. And I think one of them's kind of underrated, but I think both are. And after Buddha, like there, there's a tough decision between the next three of Minka, Jamal, and Tyron. And the Honey Badger, like, I'll talk about it in a bit, but well, I think that you might be surprised about who I pick. And I think I've seen a lot of different ranklings for a lot of offensive players, and not all of them line up, and then mine don't line up at all. But, yeah. Okay. Oh. <coughs> sorry. <coughs> sorry, I needed to sneeze there. I'm very sorry. But something just got caught up in my nose. I'm in my basement, so something must have flew up there. But definitely, sorry if you just heard a scratching sound too. I accidentally hit my my mic. So I'm not in the best position today. But I'm also really tired. And I'm also getting tons of random texts, which isn't the funnest too. So next one is alvin kamara and if you're waiting for his name here he is i think he is a great running back and do i have him at four here yeah i think i have him at four mostly because he was one of the best running backs last season and the fact is is that I know he's changing his QB, but he should still be used. And I think he should be the number one option. And they should sort of change to a running team. And I know that he's like a passing guy. But, like, if he's getting more touches in the run game, like, he can still be amazing. Let's be clear. Number 36 is Joey Boza. I'm getting to Nick Boza soon. Don't worry. I'm excited about him, too. But Joey Boza is the best Chargers player. Like, I'm not sure that anyone could compete with that Or anyone could even argue with that. Like, there are good Chargers players, and I think this could be the Chargers season. I've also seen stuff about the Dolphins. I'll talk about the Dolphins in a bit. But this could also be the Dolphins and Chargers season. Like, the AFC is going to have a close wildcard race. But then also, like, a few divisions are just going to have a close race. I don't think Chargers have a chance at the AFC West. Maybe in a bit. Like, once Travis Kelsey gets age and Chris Jones, like, I know the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes and Tyree Kill as young, but they don't have many other ones that are already superstars, but, I don't know, like, all of the ones that I just, I mean, Keenan Allen is a bit old, but, both, and Joey Bosa, but, I think this is the year that they can make wildcards, honestly. Okay, so then, we have Tradavius White. Like I know he's short, and that's the reason that D Hop skied him, in like mossed him. Like, sorry, I used the term sky, and I'm I'm saying like a lot for some reason. But I also used the term skied because I play frisbee, and when you moss someone, it's called skied. And I used the term moss once, and everyone was just looking at me like, "What are you talking about, Alden?" Moss just isn't a word in Frisbee. There's never been a Randy Moss. I was like, oops, I'm sorry. But I know he's small, but, like, he can defend tasks. Just don't throw it low, honestly. Strategy against Jadavious White was to be the throw to I, but he's also fast, so you, like, can't make him test his speed. And he's good at reading balls. Number 34 is Jair Alexander. And I know I just said a cornerback, but this guy's another one. And... Again, cornerback race is coming down tight. And I think it's going to be interesting to see who I put at top. But Jire is definitely someone that could have gone there. And and I think that just like Tyron Matthew, just he's underrated by the greatness of his offense. And I'm going to talk about Tyron Matthew in just a sec. But also, like, that's just something that I want to talk about in a bit. Okay next one is Minka Fitzpatrick like he if I was to say that I would want to play like any NFL player it might be Minka a free safety that just reads the zone like how I would like I always dreamed of if I played an NFL position I'd be a free safety Minka would be kind of like the player that I'd be and I think that's pretty cool Okay, 32, it's my favorite player. and you guys should know my favorite player. I'll say him again next episode because the I, I'm of course playing him in my episode because my next episode is Alden's favorites lineup. DK Metcalf. I can't say enough about this guy. DK is my absolute favorite. And like he is just so powerful and so muscular and he can like just take down defenders but then not only that he's big he's strong but he's also fast like the only thing that i'd say is bad about him is that sometimes he has he can drop some stuff but honestly i would say that's like when he's just excited about getting to the end zone he's an amazing player like there's george Kittle who's really strong, gets people off of him. DK Metcalf is like that. George Kittle is not speedy. DK Metcalf is, and that is crazy. He can also block. He can do a lot. He is just amazing. And he's also so young, and he has so much time left. And I think he will grow into one of the best Seahawks, and maybe even just receivers of all time. Number 31, Chris Jones. So Chris Jones is the other defensive tackle that I was talking about when I talked about DeForest Buckner and Chris Jones is the Chiefs defensive tackle that I think is underrated just like I think any Chiefs defender is underrated just because of their whole offense and I think that is kind of stupid because that Chiefs defense is another part that will lead them to it and I know it isn't the best defense of all time. But honestly, they did pretty good last year. And Chris Jones coming up the middle is not something that you want to see. I give a lot of respect to defensive tackles because not only do they can just, if they guess the snap count right away, they will basically get their untouched because the center only has a bit of time to get up to try to block them. And they won't go untouched, but they'll just steamroll right over them. Okay. The next one is the next one is Khalil Mack at number 30. Khalil Mack coming off the edge, something you never want to deal with. You can call him a linebacker, you can call him an edge rusher, whatever you want. He is not something that you want to deal with. This Bears defense is really good. Honestly, the Bear team isn't the best, but Khalil Mack is a big part of it that I would any day be scared of. Number 29 is my number 5 receiver, and this is someone, and I know I just put a lot of hate on Stefan Gilmore, and he was injured last season, I'm like, hey, I don't think i will do as good this season. This guy is someone that you don't want to forget, Michael Thomas. He was the number 1 receiver last season, and he was injured most of this season, and the times that he did play, he played one game with Taysom Hill. Like, that is not someone that you want to play with. And Michael Thomas just had an off year, but I think he will easily bounce back into a, at least a top five wide receiver, maybe even top three. Watch out for Michael Thomas and don't underrate him this season. Number 28, one of my favorite corners in the game, oh my God, amazing at man-to-man, It's James Bradbury for the Giants. And that's a, just an elite Giants team, and James Bradbury leads it. And he's sort of like Tredavious, but he's just even better and I, I could watch his highlight tape all day. Number 27 is another one of my favorite players. I know these are both Seahawks players, but I do like the Seahawks. It's Russell Wilson. And it's sort of hard to put him at this 27, but there are just so many better players. And I also think that, here's the thing, old players just aren't as good because they have time to regress this season. Well, young players will not regress this season as they will get better and have time to do that. And, and, I, and I'm putting as the third to best Seahawks guy which you should know because you haven't heard Jamal Adams and Bobby Wagner and you're like how did you leave them out of your top 110 Alden but Russell Wilson I think he's the third best mostly just because of the reason that he can regress this season and I think he'll regress in the back half start the year like looking like MVP candidate sort of like last season but I also think that he will lose some big games and then be able to bounce back in them with the rest of his team. I also think that a defense has to step it up so that Russell Wilson doesn't really have to let Russ cook the entire time. So, that'd be nice. Number 26. I think most people have heard me talk about this guy. This is Darren Waller, who I think is better than George Kittle. The only reason I put George Kittle in front of here is just because he is a natural tight end, while Darren Waller is basically a receiver. And I think that's the fact that if Darren Waller was playing the wide receiver position, he might be top 10 just because. But when you play the tight end, you need to block, and George Kittle can do that. Darren Waller has troubles with that. Darren Waller, I compare him to Kyle Pitt. I like both of them a lot. Their versatility, their athleticism, their agility, it's just all amazing and so fun to watch. He's just a number one receiver. Like Their best wide receiver is what, Henry Ruggs? who I think was a big draft bus last season. Number 25 is Xavier Howard. I was talking about Miami earlier, and I'll talk about them a bit more again. I saw some people say it was a fluke. I think if Tua steps it up this season, they have a good chance of getting the five seed. Like, they also don't have the hardest schedule of all time, so I think they definitely have a chance. Okay, number 24, don't forget about him. It's Tom Brady. And... Like, he is a great player, and, like, and I know people are saying, well, he's getting old, he's going to regress. Tom Brady hasn't regressed at all. He just won a championship, and I don't think this will be the season that he regresses. He still has, what, this is his third to last year on the contract, and that's, like, something weird to say. This is his second year on a four-year contract, which sounds better, but... I don't know. If people want to just Tom Brady, that's up to them. I saw a whole thing about how Tom Brady is like just the most accomplished and he had the most pieces around him. I would not say that New England had the best pieces. I would say sure they had Rob Gronkowski, Randy Moss, and Air Hernandez, but in his last championship, he had Julian Edelman as top receiver and I think Sony Michelle as his running back. And I know that was an ugly game, but he still won the game and led them all the way there with that. Like, sure, their defense was fine, but honestly, Tom Brady can play with anyone, and he is the best player. Like, Aaron Rodgers is not the most talented. And that's what that guy was saying. He's also a Rodgers fan, but Rodgers is stop acting like a baby because he's being offered so much money. I think that the Packers should just be like, wow, well, you've had a great run with us, but if you're not going to admit the fact that you just aren't, like, you don't need this contract, and you and we've given you all the weapons that you need. Leave. Like, what other team is going to have this for you? And that is honestly true. Like, I'm not sure that there is any other team that will have the weapons for Aaron Rodgers that he needs. Okay number 23 Christian McCaffrey he is not my top running back and that is a big shock for some of you because Christian McCaffrey is really good again sort of like the George Cale conversation a running back is not really about coming out of the backfield and I think they're going to turn this team into a passing team And Christian McCaffrey will be great in the passing game, but that is not what I want to see from a running back. I want to see ground hard, and while that might be good in fantasy, I will talk about in a bit who my best running back is because they're just ground and pound. Number 22, George Kittle. Sort of already talked about him. I'm sort of just going to skip over him. Right down to 21, the final one before we get to our top 20, and that is kind of exciting because it is Zach Martin, and I don't like offensive linemen. In my next episode, I'm going to talk about my team. I'm not going to include any offensive linemen. But Zach Martin is good. I just don't hope he gets the case of injuries. Okay. So, now we're at top 20. And before we get to top 20. Never mind, actually. Never mind. Tw- top 20. Number 20 is TJ Watt. TJ Watt is the Steelers' edge rusher. And he is amazing. Like, he is just Great. No buts. Mm-mm. No buts. He's better than his brother right now, mostly because his brother is in a new scenario who had a bit of a case of the injury bug, and he didn't play all that well last season. Number 19 is Jamal Adams. The best defensive back sacker in the league. Jamal Adams is going to break the defensive back sack record in career. And I'm glad he's on the Seahawks. And if he steps it up this season, Seahawks are a Super Bowl contender. Same with my number 10 guy, who I'm going to announce in a sec. But he's another Seahawks defender. And I think you already know who he is. And I've just pulled up my 10. But I don't really care. Number 18, Stefan Diggs. I thought that he was not going to be the best receiver for the Bills last season. I drafted him, like, in the 10th round of my fantasy league. And everyone was like, oh. And fantasy football is like, oh, that's such a steal. And I was like, oh, I missed out on A.J. Brown and got Stefan Diggs instead. A.J. Brown did good. Stefan Diggs did better. Like, he was amazing. And I was barely expecting to get anything out of him. I was like, oh, I don't want to take Stefan Diggs. But I guess I will as my, like, backup flex. Because I, like, already had an RB at my flex. So if I had ever on a wide receiver, I'd be like, okay, I'll put Stefan Diggs there. Number 17, Dalvin Cook. I'm sure you've heard me talk of this guy. This is my favorite guy in fantasy and honestly one of my favorite running backs. He's not my top running back just because of ground and pound and how he is the stereotypical running back, but just even better. But Dalvin Cook is just a beast on the field. And I think it'll be fun to watch him progress. And the fact is that he's still young, and I think this could be a 2,000-yard season as but he does have weapons to deal with like they could pass it and Kirk Cousins does have a good relationship with both their good wide receivers number 16 honey badger Tyron Matthew don't forget about him I know he's on the Chiefs, but still he's the best safety in this league no one could tell me otherwise he also led their team to a championship and I would worry about him And I think he can just sneak under the radar. But he can play strong safety or free safety. He can recognize zones. He can make big hits. Just great all around. Number 15, my favorite offensive lineman, Quentin Nelson. I think he's a lot of people's favorites. He can just, like, play inside. He can play outside. He can do whatever he needs to do to get it. And he's still young. He could definitely become the next Zach Martin. But I also don't think that offensive linemen are are that big, I think offensive linemen as a whole is better because Quentin Nelson is now not surrounded by as good of a line, and hopefully he can still succeed even though of that. Number 14, Travis Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey is the best tight end, and I I honestly think he could do even better if Tyra Kills off the team because, like, that's one less weapon that he has to deal with and he could even get over 1,500 yards. He would set tons of record for Titans. And I know he already is. But, like, it's the fact that he's doing that with another um, elite receiver. Tyreek Hill, who's up next, actually, is amazing from Travis Kelsey. But let's go to Tyreek Hill. Fastest player in the league. He is amazing. He was – I think he got the most reception yards last season, even though Devonta Adams was amazing. And, like, he is a top – four guy, which I think is a big thing, but I honestly haven't been better than Stefan Diggs. Number twelve, Lamar. Like, don't forget about Lamar. And don't forget how good he is. And I know he's not a stereotypical QB, but the QB era is changing and going. Number eleven, Nick Boza This is kind of a shock. It was a shock to everyone that I told and I think that he was just injured last season, but I think he could get even better just because he'll progress, and the fact that he's only played one season, that was his rookie year, and he was already a beast, is just amazing. Okay, so before I get to my big top 10, I would like to mention my honorable mentions. At 110, I have JC Jackson, and this is the guy that I thought was going to get the most interceptions last season, and he almost did. And he has a chance to getting to the Pro Bowl. And he might be on my Alton's favorites team. 109, Carlton Davis. Another guy that was on pace for staying in an intercept for getting most interceptions. And sort of just like J.C. Jackson, I think both of them are underrated. They, have, they just have a cornerback ahead of them that's better. 108, Micah Hyde. And both Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer are great safeties. I'm not sure if Micah Hyde is still on the bills. I'd have to check that out though. 107, free agent Richard Sherman. Hopefully he gets signed by a team because he is still good. 106, Blake Martinez. And I found about him like last year and I just watched him this season and I watched him last season. He was great. And I think that you should check him out if you haven't, like, checked out his highlight reel or even just checked him out in a game. Like, he's a middle linebacker that is underrated. And, like, in Madden, you see him as, like, a 76 overall. But while he's playing the NFL, you'd see him as, like, an 87. 105, Jason Kelsey, one of the best centers in the league. You really can't forget about him. 104, Cameron Hayward. I know I have him totally underrated. But, honestly, I just don't see the hype. 103, Justin Tucker. Another great kicker, really accurate, but also, like, he's been there for a while. I know kickers really can't age, but I think after a while, he'll just be jumping team to team. 102, Justin Simmons. Now, this is a free safety that is really good, and I know I ranked him really low, but honestly, he's on the Broncos, and he's led the Broncos nowhere, and honestly, Von Miller's just bigger than him. 101, Miles Jack, he is great, and he's a Jaguars player, but he's the best Jaguars player, and the only one that could maybe beat him would be Trevor Lawrence, and I, and if you've seen, I've added no rookies to this list, mostly because all I've seen them do is in college, so I'm just not going to add them, but I would say Kyle Pitts could have made this list, and so could have Trevor Lawrence, but those might have been the only two that had a chance of making this list. Okay, so now we get to our top 10, and I'm going to announce them very slowly. Number 10 is middle linebacker for the Seattle Seahawks. Number 54, Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner is a linebacker that will just take you out and he's played for the Seahawks for so long and is still dominant he's the best linebacker of this league and no one can convince me otherwise I know I'm a Seattle fan that doesn't change my fact about Bobby Wagner I've seen so many articles about him being the best linebacker I know, like, there are all these, like, stats created by ESPN Plus about, like, how good everyone is. But also, like, sometimes you can't always focus on stats. you got to, like, see he brings the team together as a whole. He was in the Legion of Boom. He's still here. He can create a great environment here. Number 9. Number 17 for the Green Bay Packers. Wide receiver, Devontae Adams. And, yes, there's one more receiver in front of him. Really, it's just a question of Aaron Rodgers. Will he see Bill there? Will he won't? I'm about to look up, hey, is Aaron Rodgers still there or not? I probably would have gotten a notification on my phone if he's left. But Devontae Adams is just really great. He's a great wide receiver for the Packers. He was one of the best wide receivers last season, even though he was out for, like, three or four weeks because of his injury in Week 2 and, like, just a beast on the field and you just gotta watch out for him you can't leave him wide open number eight Derrick Henry this was the guy I was talking about I love Dalvin Cook I don't really think Kristen McCaffrey is all the hype I like I like Alvin Kamara I like Austin Eichler I like Nick Chubb but Derrick Henry is the beast like no one can tackle him he is so hard to tackle don't try to take him down like he is the guy that I know I haven't been talking about as much, but he is the best, and I know I bring fantasy football into a lot of this, and, but I'm not going to bring fantasy football with Derrick Henry, because he, honestly, is just one of the best NFL running backs ever seen. and everyone's like, oh, he's going to regress one year? Yeah, when's he done that? Hasn't done that yet. Number seven. Number 17. Oh, sorry, I forgot I did that with Derrick Henry, but... Number 17 for the Buffalo Bills, QB Josh Allen. And Josh Allen was the best QB last year by far. Honestly, even better than Aaron Rodgers. Even better than Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion. I think he should have won the MVP award. Or Aaron Donald should have. Like, Aaron Donald was amazing last season. Let's be clear. I'm kind of mad about that still. But Josh Allen was just amazing really good and he and a lot of people are saying oh what if he went down like that would just be crazy because everyone's ever hyping him and I think that he won't have as good of a season this year but he'll still have a good season and he will lead the Bills to one well, of the best seasons they've had in a while just because they are now an elite team and it feels weird to say the bills are gonna win the nfc east because the patriots have done that for so many years okay number six number 10 or maybe number six if he changes his number for the arizona cardinals wide receiver deandre hopkins and d hop is my top wide receiver because of hail mary hail murray and like he is the best, he's a number one wide receiver, and he plays like it. He's a great wide receiver. The fact that Bill O'Brien decided to trade him was the stupidest idea he could do, and now the and now the Cardinals have one of the best have the best wide receiver in the game, in my opinion. And you can't change my mind otherwise. Okay, we are now in my top five, and you might be thinking, uh oh, all done. You're missing this one guy. But I think you don't realize how weird this is going to be. Let me start off with number five. Now, this is might my anger, a few folks. Number five, and I'm a Seahawks fan, let's remember. Jalen Ramsey. And I, I'm i not the fan of Jalen Ramsey's chest chalk as it's gotten some of my players mad, like my Seahawks players. But, wow, Jalen Ramsey is amazing with such sticky coverage. He'll just stay on you forever. You can barely ever cut him out and the times that you do make a catch it'll be a five yard catch because he doesn't want you to go big but he is just so sticky like I mean and it's hard to be faster than him too like don't try to beat out Derek Henry. I mean Jalen Ramsey because he is really good number four you guys all know that he is a top 10 guy. He just won the MVP award. It's Aaron Rodgers for the Green Bay Packers or whatever team he'll be on. Whatever team is on, he is still the fourth best player in the league, in my opinion. And Aaron Rodgers is good. I don't like his playing style. I just don't like the classic playing style. All, like, he doesn't run at all. But I will respect that he is good. But I also will respect that he's better than Tom Brady at this point. Now in his career, Tom Brady's better. But right now, Aaron Rodgers is player after that MVP award. And we will see what happens. But also, let's just remember Aaron Rodgers. I'm not sure if I've said this on this podcast before. But you were drafted while Brett Favre was the QB. A legend. So I think getting mad that Jordan Love was drafted. Instead of that, you could like help him become a legend. But I also don't know like maybe you weren't considered when they drafted him like I feel like it could have been nice if they had called you up and say, hey we're going draft Jordan Love would you be fine with like shaping the next legend I don't know number three and this is going to make some people go berserk Miles Garrett and I didn't even have the Browns winning their division and I just picked Miles Garrett like but he is amazing off the line and he was the one of my favorite number one overall picks because he has just succeeded from them. And no one else that I really just mentioned in the last ones were number one overall picks. So this is a number one overall pick who has done great. And, like, they didn't draft a QB, so they started, like, a random guy. But Miles Garrett has done great. Like, the one time that I remember him struggling Was when he banged Mason Rudolph with a helmet. And that wasn't him struggling. That was just him being outraged. And him saying that Mason Rudolph said racist slurs. Which he might have. He might not have. I have no idea. But it also is not like that turned his career down. He bounced back from that. And did amazing last season. And I think he's the best edge rusher in the league. And the third best player in the league. Okay. We're on one and two. You know who they are. You should by using deductive reasoning. If you haven't used deductive reasoning, that's fine. But you should know who at least one of these guys is. That's because number two is Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the best QB in this league. And I just looked it up. And he makes minimum wage in Seattle, $16, in 10 seconds. Like, that is just absurd. He makes... 1.60 1.60 dollars So one one hundred sixty cents in a second. That is crazy that he can do that. Like, but that is how talented he is. And I'm sure that contract's gonna get renegotiated once other NFL players, especially QBs, get that massive contract. But honestly, he deserves that contract just because of how good he is. Okay. My number one, and I'm sure some of you might know who this will be, but this is Aaron Donald, and he is a beast. This will be his second time getting number one, but I don't care. He is the best NFL player, and I am not the biggest defensive guy. I'm more of an offensive guy, and I still think that he's the best NFL player, and there's no doubt in my mind about it. He's barely ever gotten injured. He's Always coming through the line really quickly. I think he was number two or three last year. But you can't convince me otherwise. And I know QB is like a really important position. But so is offensive line. But even more is defensive line. Because if offensive line is the most important position. Then the fact that Aaron Donald can get through these offensive lines so quickly is amazing. And here's the thing. Like I know they don't have the best offensive lines in FC West. Heck the Seahawks offensive line. Has to go through J.J. Watt Chandler Jones, Aaron Donald, and Nick Boza, and Eric Armstead. Like, that's just almost impossible. And they don't even have a good offensive line. But he faces off against, like, any offensive line, and he will get through. He, I think that he could record three sacks in most games. He is a beast. He's going to set records. I, I'm surprised he hasn't won an MVP or had or the fact that he's only won two defensive players a year, but by the end of his career, he's going to be the best defensive lineman of all time and probably a top 10 best player of all time because Aaron Donald is that beast. And I really hope he doesn't get injured. I hope that none of these guys in the top 10 get injured or even top 20. Like, just when those guys get injured is just heartbreaking because that is an amazing player. And what I really hope is that they bounce back. Like, because old guys, like guys that are older, like maybe Travis Kelsey, Tyron Matthew, like Stephon Diggs, like these are guys that are just a bit older, Aaron Rodgers, and Bobby Wagner, like if they get injured, then I'm worried. If the young guys get injured, I'm also like, oh, please don't throw their, th- throw their like, way off track, but all the, but the old guys, like, that could just bring them down a whole notch. And. I'd be worried, like that could bring them down to the lower fifty, and I do a first episode about them later. And I don't really, I I think all these twenty guys could stay in top twenty next season, but we will see. So, thank you for listening to episode eleven, I think, of my podcast, and this was a short slash a bit long episode. I don't know. Let's see if anyone listens to it, but consistency is up. I'm sorry I didn't come out with the last episode, but I technically did. It was 32 seconds. You didn't have to listen to it. I'm probably going to delete it because it was just not that good of an episode. It wasn't an episode. It was just me telling you. But I think I'm going to delete it just because there's no reason to keep it. But this is episode 11. Hope you all have a great Wednesday or whatever day you're listening to. This is the NFL Nerd signing off.